Check one, two. Checking, checking. Hi. Welcome to Wells Fargo. It's Would us. you like to open a checking account? Yes, please. Checking. Thank you. we're not talking about um aren't we are we we might okay let's talk about the gender reveal listen welcome back to shows shows honey shows 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 can we add a little a little no i think it's a little overused and tacky okay rude just kidding um Welcome back to shows. Thank Welcome. you all for coming out. Thank you so much. I know it's really cold out right it's now. It's so cold. So thank you. Thank yeah. you for taking the time. Yeah. That Uber was not cheap. Yeah. No. Listen, but thank you all for coming out. Are you excited for shows? Okay, I come said, on. I, I said, mean, <laughs> motherfuckers, it's me with Jetta. I said, are y'all ready for shows? Yeah! All right, mama. Look on, mama. First up, we have the motherfucking... Baby love! The silicone... Silicone. Silicone queen. The silicone pump queen of Brooklyn. Everybody give it up for baby love. Woo! Gorgeous. That was amazing. Up next, we have the... What are you the what of Brooklyn? The cunt. (laughs) She's dressed like a hooker. (laughs) And she knows you don't like her. Please give it up. (laughs) For what is her name? Alexia Demi. Alexa Demi. Alexa. Why do I keep calling the Alexa, Alexa Demi of drag? The Alexa Demi of drag. The Cali Mucus of drag. The Cali Muse of drag. <laughs> Muse. <laughs> Miss Juku for now. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Boo, bitch. <laughs> Just like Kimberly. Kimberly um, Patras. Wow. Here we are again. I can't believe it. Episode two. Hey, Episode thanks two. for taking, thanks for making the time. Oh, of course. Um, anytime. Anything for my friends. Friend, for the friends of the pod. Oh my God, no. We need merch. Oh. Oh, we're at episode two and we need merch already. Do you think we should start an email alias? Only because the response to our first episode was just like so overwhelming. Yeah, I just got like a lot of DMs with questions and things that people wanted us to talk about. And queers. Questions, queers, queries. That's it. Um, (laughs) Cons. But, um,. Yeah, maybe we should start an email alias. Or, I mean, the Instagram should be enough, but like. Honestly. We'll do, just do the Instagram. Well, I'm young and hung and full of time, <laughs> so. Props yeah, to y'all. Speaking of gone, she was at one of our home bars last night, wasn't she? Yes, she was at the Vault BK. <laughs> at okay. the Vault BK. Yes, she was at the Vault and yeah. she did splits and kicks and dips and she did not hurt herself. And she got high, and I'm so proud of her. 
And I'm proud of everyone for tipping her also because we love making sure that they're taken care of here in Brooklyn. So Yeah, I mean, she seemed to be enjoying herself, which is good. I, I know that I've heard a lot of her story, bits and pieces here and oh, there, yeah. where she sort of, the last I heard, she expressed that she did not want to be doing drag anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was sort of that. like, I I think they've been asking her to go back to drag race a lot. That's, and she keeps saying would, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess it's easier to say I don't want to do drag anymore than to say I don't want to be on your Emmy Award winning show. Right? What um, do you think? I don't know. Well, I think it's just, you know, it's just stressful because it's like, there's so many girls, there's only so many spots, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't really believe that storyline. Okay. You don't have to. Because I think it's just like, hey, if it's like exhausting and physically demanding and not working for you, then do something else. Well, let's say it it might fucking be physically exhausting, but she fucking killed it. She's great. She's so talented. She's amazing. And she's such a sweetheart. And she literally, I went out to say hi, and she was like, oh, it's so good to see you again. And I was like, do you remember me? She's when like, did yeah, you guys work together? we did uh, Alaska's Art Pop a couple of a month ago. Oh, and Art Pop. It's Monday. Wait, can we talk about Art Pop? We can talk about it. We have like a full it, agenda for today. I don't really remember it too well. Why? What are you talking about? Go the tweet. What the fuck? The tweet. Yeah, Gaga tweeted she doesn't remember Art Pop. <laughs> she was shit. She was shit tweeting, and the world oh. went crazy. Mm. Um, no, but I'm excited. I. I had to, you know, prepare some things and put some things together because it was so hard finding everything. You said you are excited, but it happened in the past. You were excited. Right? What are you excited about? We're doing it again this Monday. Shut up. No, you're not. Yes, we are. What? Yeah, that's why Ganja's here. I haven't even seen an ad for it. Well, like, all of the tickets are sold out. Do you want to come? Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just a $3 bill, right? Yeah. 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 Bitch, I had no idea. This is the fourth time Alaska has had me a part of her production. And so cool. I'm so honored, honestly. Yeah. It's really fun. I don't know why she trusts me, but I think, I I thank Nick for that because <clears throat> St. Nick, I don't trust myself. <laughs> <laughs> and neither do I. Yeah. Um, trust myself. Um, Wait, so... Well, because we, you know, Alaska's been coming to the Rosemont here and there. Alaska years. came to Oops once. Yeah. Because of Nick, I think. Nick Nick is yeah. a dear friend of ours. Shout out to you, Nick. Um, she's the girl that got me together with the Art Pop slash A Star is Born This Way gig oh, at yes. the Dollar Bill. So good. So good. So fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, they came to Oops one day and she sat, she didn't sit, she stood right in front of us. And she sat, she stood right there and just tipped all of us every time we went on stage. And I did last Christmas. You, wait, no. Dun, no, no, no. Dun, 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 oh dun, my God, dun, stop. Dun, dun. <laughs> I did, I did Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Yeah. And she loved it. And I was so happy about that. Felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Okay, you don't have to say it like that. I, I can because I'm Hispanic. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen I your birth certificate. Okay, so. well. Um, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> She's been to the Rosemont. She has. A bunch of times. And so has Shay and, and Aja and... Well, yeah, but we're talking about Alaska. Okay, um, only Alaska, yeah. Yeah, so... The art, the art pop moment... Uh, uh, it was so good. It was so great. The first one. Like, I went... Okay, so obviously it was made extra special because Willem was there. 
Right. And I insisted on standing like three feet away from her. Of she course. was in the DJ booth and I'm I was sure. standing right outside the DJ booth. Yeah. Uh, like a creep. Did she acknowledge you? No. Uh, no, I also wasn't in drag. So like, you should have went in drag. I know, yeah. but like, I was, well, I was with Florida. It was like right. me, Florida, I think and Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And um, so, I mean, it was an incredible show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's always cool to see shit like that because... Obviously, you know how much work. So much work. Like... And a lot of that, I feel a lot of that burden is coming down in Alaska. Well, she handles it all so well. Yeah. She's she's very good at, at keeping her composure and making sure no one is, like, freaking out, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. As well as everyone else that's working on the team. Um, and I think that's important, especially for, like, people that are, like, directing, to kind of carry everyone's anxiety, but, like... And to, like, not let them feel it. You know what I mean? So who reached out to you for that? My friend Nick. Okay, so Nick was like, hey, we're doing this. Yeah, so... Our vision is to have you do... So this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, my... Our DJ, Pat, at Oops, which we are very Patrick. familiar with. Mm-hmm. Patricia. She... <laughs> <laughs> she um, had me for a gig at $3 Bill sometime last year called Motofag, which was a party that she was doing. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I funny. decided, right. I decided to do my Lovey and Rose number as like my Gaga. Oh, right. And Nick was there and Nick got the whole thing, the entire thing on video and then sent it to Alaska because they were doing A Star is Born this way a couple of months later at the same venue. So she was like, look at my friend. And Alaska was like, I want her for mm. to do Lovey and Rose and so they got me to do Lovey and Rose and they I guess realized how much I sort of look like Miss Stephanie mm-hmm. um and so that they wanted me again for a start for our pop so let's talk about that for a second why let's, do you think you look like Gaga I think it's the nose I think it's the nose too. I think it's the nose I think it's the nose and the eye the eye shape that you create is right. the same that she creates too right that like I think back. that's yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's the eyes, the nose. But I also, you know, we get a lot of Selenas. We get a lot of Selenas. Selenas. Of, Selenas. We get a lot of Caliuchichis. 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 <laughs> Caliuchichis. Um, and I used to get a lot of Amy Winehouse when I first started going out also. Because I used to... that's when the girls were painting their face white. <laughs> used to. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I used to have a period of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, white passing, you know? I'm not familiar. I am very familiar. Um, who do you get compared to frequently? Nobody. I don't know. Have you ever heard of a Danny anybody? DeVito? Oh, Danny Burrito. A Rosie, a Rosie O'Donnell, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, a Delinda Trump. What's, um, what's Miss Kathy Bates? Miss Kathy Bates. The calf. No, um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm Rosie O'Donnell's doppelganger in drag. Um, no, I don't really... Trisha Paytas! Yeah, people just say that because I'm, like, fat and, like, wear blondish hair. Yeah. But, like... I agree. I don't... Uh, I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't really... That's, like, to the untrained eye. But I think... I think you play with that, though. You like looking like Trisha Paytas. You I like mean, being Trisha Paytas. I don't think so. I think I mean, you love it. I mean... You have the same breasts, also. That is the main sticking point. Yes. I think for me, it's like... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I get Trisha Paytas, I guess. Trisha Paytas is a good one, though. 
Yeah. She's a Republican. She's a trans man. Oh she's God. really setting. <gasps> she's just like really a figurehead in our community. No, um, I don't really get compared to a lot of people, honestly. Right. But sometimes when I mean, I... it's hard to compare someone so beautiful to everyone else when they're all so ugly, you know. True. I also think like people. I like when people get the references that I make. Like mm. sometimes if I'm feeling extra kunti, I'll draw like a really severe face and like very heavily reference divine and people will be like oh you're giving divine teas and i'm like yes thank you divine teeth divine teeth um but for the most part i don't think i look like any celebrities because there's not a lot of like fat celebrities out there we should make some that's what i'm trying to say but oh what But um, wait. Should we get into, <laughs> should we get into our first topic? Should we get into our first uh, topic? Yeah. What's our first topic? Contest. Contests. Okay, listen. Contest. Context. <laughs> oh my god, I wish just shit the couch. Um, Almost. Listen. This couch was white when you bought it. I know, now it's a deep mahogany. Um, <laughs> mahogany brown. Um, honey. My honey, mahogany. Honey, mahog, honey. Honey. Um, no, but I, the advice that I got, I mean, it's not scandalous advice, but it's a little scandalous, was scandalous. from Miss Candy Sterling. Scandalous. I... I said, oh, like, somebody asked me to do this contest, I don't know. And she was like, never do a contest unless you're going to win. (laughs) And I was like, A, what a fucking fierce thing to say to somebody. Like, don't you dare even step into the ring unless you're going to win. Yes. Because, like, how do you even know that? Okay. So... And me with my (laughs) self-confidence, I was like, okay, so I'll never do a contest because I will never win. Cool. Okay, Candy so, Sterling, if you don't know, Candy Sterling won Miss FIT 2017? The year after Aquaria. The year after Aquaria. Aquaria crowned her. Aquaria did crown Miss Candy. Mm-hmm. Um, candy with a C. Candy with a C, not Candy with a K, because Candy with a K goes k- not k- <laughs> Goes k- not k- <laughs> Bitch, shut up. So, okay. yes, she, so that is a contest that she went in knowing that the girls... <laughs> I'm so surprised that you made that reference. That's so good. Okay. <laughs> so. She went in knowing that she was going to win for that competition, I think. I think she took oh. her own advice on that because. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way she wasn't going to win that competition. No shade to the girls that were involved. I don't even know who they are. But. But they were all blonde. And she was the blondest of them all. So. Well, there you go. So it's not even like we're being discrimination. <laughs> discrimination. <laughs> It's not <laughs> discrimin. That's the name of our new podcast, Discrimination. Nation. Yes. Discrimination, Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Who else brought her name into? Magenta said something with Nisha Lopez recently. I'll remember it at some point. I'll remember it in like thirty minutes and scream it out. Oh my god. Anyway, Nisha oh Discrimination Lopez, girl. I hate you. <laughs> So, contest, but contest, what contest have you done? 
Okay, so... Because I remember, you, I mean, in our last episode, you told a story about how you were, like, 13 and did contests and... What? And... Okay, not 13. Okay, okay 14. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, it was two years ago. I was 14. <laughs> I'm so much older now. I've learned so much. Yeah, so those contests were, like, little, like, bar contests. But we're talking, like, there are rounds to this shit, girl. There are weeks. There is money. There is... You know what I mean? Contests need rounds to be real contests. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. All all contests are valid. Can we talk about a couple of things? Of course. Before we get into it's your our contest podcast. experience, yeah. So, my experience with contests. Contests. I first became aware of local contests um, via doing my market research for Manhattan and Brooklyn. And I started going to the, what is it, Drag Wars at Pieces with Cola right. on Mondays. Were you guys in drag or just? No. Okay. This was pre-us doing drag. Um, I heard someone screamed at Shaquita the other night at hmm. Drag Wars. It was a queen. She was like screaming at her because Shaquita was being an asshole. And I agree. Shots fired. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, she literally went up to this one girl and was like, "Are you a uh, are you a real woman? Look at this body. You are you must be a real woman." And I was like, "Great, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> this conversation some, is being had. some early two thousands humor. Love okay. it. Okay, yeah. But um, I used to go to that, mm-hmm. and you would think that it would have encouraged me to start drag sooner, because I'm like, if these people are competing, did it backpedal you? No. Oh, what happened? I was just like, I would just watch. I remember. You're a watcher, Harry. (laughs) You're a watcher. (laughs) I I would show up and I would, I mean, classic me Mm -hmm. would just show up, no face, but like eight layers of lip gloss. And Jaquita would always be like, lip gloss, how you doing? She would call you lip gloss. Mm -hmm. And she would come over and like look at, she'd be like, I can see my reflection in your lip gloss. Right. Yeah, what would, what, Fenty? Mm-hmm. Mm. Fenny. Fenny. Mm-hmm. That Fenny gloss. So, Fanny. that was my first sort of experience with quote-unquote contest. But I sort of noticed that it was like the same three girls that kept rotating winning, winning every week. And I was sort of like... There should be a rule against that, I think. I was just sort of like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um... We're also not shitting on Shaquita. I just want everybody to know. Oh, no. no. I mean, you did, but I, I think she's incredible. Yeah, by we, I mean Baby Love is not shitting on Shaquita. Yeah. She's the lip gloss girl. Anyway, that, was, that wasn't a worthwhile detour. Tell us about your contest experience. Okay, so... <laughs> so, yeah, so I started doing contests in Manhattan, but they were, not they were like, you know, it's a one night. One night. You win 100 bucks. And then go home, and we yeah. forget about you. Which is listen more than I've made it. Some of the a lot of these gigs. Some of the gigs. Um, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> so I'm thinking the first big contest that I did, I think was Miss BK. I can't really remember. I th- I think it is too. I think it was. I mean, that's the only one. I think. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the only one that I did. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, it is. 
Um, it's the one big one that I did. And if you don't know, Miss BK is a competition, annual competition here in, in Brooklyn. It's now um, renamed to Mix BK because of the recent winner, the 80 Bedbug. Shout out to the 80. <gasps> the 80 Bedbug. The 80 is yes. amazing. The 80 is so love cool. Yeah, I love them. But um, at, yeah, so uh, Mix BK has gone through names, girl. It's been Miss Williamsburg, and then it was Miss BK, and now it's Mix BK. Who knows what's going to happen Miss next? Miss Williamsburg. Miss Williamsburg. The only winners were Macy Rodman, the first, and um, Asha. Wow. And I think after that is when they changed it to Miss BK. I'm not sure. I think there might have been another winner in there. Who founded Miss BK? Um, so Mix, Miss BK. Mix BK. Right. So Miss, Miss Williamsburg originated because of a queen named Crystal something something. That was leaving Brooklyn to move to Ohio, I think. This was Hot. years ago. Yeah. And she kind of, like, started that weird, grungy, like, we don't give a fuck Brooklyn, like, energy that we still kind of carry now. Mm -hmm. um, she founded all of that, really. Um, and then everyone else kind of also was like, yeah, fuck it, let's do this. Um, so when she decided to move, they were holding a contest, basically, to be like, who's the next weirdo? Who's the next, like crazy new bit like what's happening in mm. Brooklyn now and what should we highlight so crystal something something it was basically like a crystal something something replacement mm. situation okay yeah it's crazy it's like who's so, the next crystal something something yeah and Macy Rodman honestly is an amazing artist like regardless of how crazy Macy is Macy is an amazing like uh singer and like fucking like artists like she her music is so fucking cool you can find her on spotify she's amazing um but she won the first miss bk mm. and which was miss williamsburg and she came out in a in a um what is it what is the name of the thing the uh, stretcher she came out in a stretcher uh yeah. for her number yeah um Hot. yeah uh i need to fact check that okay cut and cut but yeah. Okay. Um, she came out doing her number. Yeah. And what did she do? And she, I think she just sang. Love but, that. like, in a really weird way. Love that. Like, I wasn't there. This is literally me. Folklore. This is, this <laughs> is me taking what multiple people have told me and then being, like, this is the narrative now. Who do you think was there? I know Rifi did one of the first ones. Rifi competed against Asha in the second one. Oh. When Asha won. Um, if it was the second. If not the second, the third. But, yeah, Reefy and Aja competed against each other, I wow. think. Um, yeah, I can't really remember other names, but that's why we're going to have guests to talk about these things. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly curious. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let us know if you guys want to hear about that. Well, you don't have to let us know because we're going to talk about it. Classic Brooklyn. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's like such like a Brooklyn move to be like, I don't care if you want to hear this song, but you're about to hear it right now. Um, right. And you're going to tip me. Um, no, but... <laughs> But, um... Anyway, yeah, yeah so, so back, then you end up doing it. So I end up doing it. Um, Allegedly. Oh, wait, also, West Dakota was the winner prior to... Which one was that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, West Dakota won the year that they brought back Miss BK. It took, like, a three-year gap between Aja's winning and West's winning. It was, like, a three-year gap. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so they didn't do the competition for like three years and then West won when they brought it back and West had only been doing drag for maybe like a couple of months at that point. 
That's so kind. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. You even like looking at the videos of like her makeup, she was wearing maybe like a demi wisp and like yes. the smallest liner and like that was it. Like she I mean, she very, can hold that though. She can hold that, but it's it's interesting like just seeing like how young of a start that was for her. You know what I mean? That also lends itself to the youth of Brooklyn, right? Like it's still because it's such a different culture that is evolving and because it's so young it's 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 like forging a new path in a lot of ways right. so yeah that is cool like creating see. our own narrative constantly yeah and that's where i think for i'm not surprised that she's like two months into it because her mind like the ideas that she has and the things that she wants to express i could see how the contest would be about that right like highlight like being like you deserve it because of that not because you like have sickening liner, yeah, mama. Shablam, shablam, jilla, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, who's even doing shablam jillas anymore? I don't just even know. Just magenta, I think, really. Um, yeah. But she does them well, though. <laughs> she, she, uh, I well, Wes has always been an artist first, so mm. I think. Um, I love the artist first movement that I think started here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's true though. Like a lot of people that started doing drag, like really were just artists first, whether mm-hmm. it's like designing or like sculptures or paintings or drawing or, or whatever kind of medium that they, they yeah. use, they incorporate that into their drag. And Dang. I think that's what makes us so particular. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so West won. And I think her winning, I think, because I th- you have to do the uh, preliminary and then the finale. And I don't know if it was her preliminary or her finale where she did um, Katy Perry's plastic bag as a plastic bag. Are you Do you ever talk- feel like a plastic bag? So she did that, and it was super gaggy, and everybody loved it. She looked amazing as a plastic bag. Fast forward a year later, I'm doing Miss BK. I didn't know... I, I knew I wanted to do it. I knew I wanted to do it because I thought to myself, like, I've been doing drag at that point for maybe three and a half years, and I was like, I should try and get a title. Hmm. You know what I mean? And... So I went for it, and I was in the first preliminary, um, I think which was in April, or no, no, or like beginning of March, I think, or something like that, um, because I had like a month gap until the finale, to prepare mm. for the finale. Um, and I did it, and it was amazing. I douched on stage. My friend Panthera Lush helped me. Shout out, Panthera. Um, hey, Panthy. Yeah, she literally, we came out, and um, we came out with like a little bag of like seven douches in it and then mm. she just kept pulling some out and then putting it on my ass and then throwing it away getting another one on my butt throwing it away yeah and I was like in this kiddie pool and I did come clean by Hillary Duff Hillary Duff <laughs> let the rain and you would squirt it out right with like a douche mix it was really fun honestly I the reason that I wanted to go in was I kind of wanted to show people that I can kind of like emulate what it is to be like quote unquote Brooklyn drag you know what I mean and yeah. like what that means and like I can incorporate it in my own way mm-hmm. and a lot of people that used to work in Brooklyn uh, well that still work in Brooklyn but like started then um, years ago told me after that number like you reminded me so much of like just like the wacky shit we used to do and like that was so fun and all these things and that just made me feel so validated and so fast forward a month later, um, I spend close to a thousand dollars preparing. I know. 
And it was just literally just a Brooklyn competition. Could you imagine? I'm like, like a where did you get this money? Bitch. Girl, I literally don't remember, but I hustled for that money. I yeah, it was just like money. Yeah, I like had it, and it was mine. And I spent money on um, rope at Home Depot, which was like three hundred bucks. And I made a, a net on my own, like all by myself in my room. I hung it from one end to the next, and then just like went to town for two days. Um, I had custom hair done for some of the looks. I did my looks, um, and I, I made everything myself. Um, I hired people to help me for my number. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, my number for Miss BK was basically like, I, okay, so this is where it gets controversial. Okay. My number was supposed to be me climbing a net, which we had came in at like 5.30 or 6 in the afternoon that same day to hang up. Mm -hmm. And it was rolled up at the top. And when it was my turn to perform, it would come down and we would tie it to the end of the stage. And then that's it. Um, so we came in to do that, and I had multiple people from the community help me, like, Reefy Royalty came to help me, my friend Brendan, who DJs now, Wetmore, and, um, Vincent Tiley also helped me, a lot of people helped me. Okay. Um, and so we did that, I'm going home, I'm getting ready, Mm -hmm. I'm on my way there, mind you, I literally haven't spoken, this is still gonna get, like, really dark, but, like, I haven't spoken to my dad since that day. Because he was supposed to come with me to Miss BK. He was supposed to drive me. He was supposed to, like... I, like, bought him a ticket also. And last minute, like, at 9.30, he told me, like, Oh, like, sorry, I'm not going to make it, but have fun. Enjoy yourself. And I was so heartbroken. Like, I haven't spoken to him since because, like, my dad for my entire life has been, like bailing on me just because like my parents are divorced so like anytime he was supposed to pick me up last minute he'd be like never mind or like it would be so late and then he'd be like sorry like I didn't make it like I'll see you next time and so I literally that's horrible yeah like at that point that night I was like I'm so over this like I I can't I can't keep doing this I'm your fucking kid and like I know we're derailing so hard but this is like this night specifically was so triggering for me and like yeah. it, it's such a trigger for me but like I think it's it's one of my stories and like I want to talk about it um but I haven't spoken to him since because it's not fair for me to be like oh yeah I'll forgive you for that and mm-hmm. just the way that I have my entire life right. you know what I mean because yeah. I shouldn't have to do that and that's not my job and your job as my parent is to be there for me mm-hmm. and not the other way around so yeah. I haven't spoken to him since, and he hasn't been doing too well, but, like, I also almost can't bring it to myself to be, like, well, I guess I should reach out because he's not doing well. It's like, no, well, what about all those times that I needed the support and I didn't get it? Um, yeah. But anyway, that happened that night, and then my brother ended up coming with me, and he was a first relative of mine to come and see me on my show. Mm-hmm. And so he came, and I get there... And I'm in the car. I'm almost there. And my friend Vincent calls me and he's like, hey, so they need you to sign this contract. And I'm like, okay, like I'll sign it when I get there. He's like, yeah, but like it doesn't make sense. And like it wouldn't hold up in a court of law. So by the way, I want everybody to know this is that secret project robot. Don't fucking go there. Fuck them. I'm so over their fucking shit. They're they're, they're trash for that. 
Um, I haven't been back since this night because they're so awful. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They really fucked me over. Let me tell you. Um, so I was like, okay, um, like I'll read it when I get there. And the contract was really just for like insurance purposes. Like, mm-hmm. like if, if you break yourself, it's yeah, your fault. Yeah. Since I was like on a net, it, it is dangerous. Okay. Um, so I understood that end. And Vincent was telling them like, this just doesn't make sense. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I can't sign this on her behalf. Hmm. Um, and so basically I get out of the car and I get another call from Vincent right as I'm getting out and he's like, so they just like ripped your net. Like they just like tore it down. They just cut it down. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I storm inside and I go to the back and I see that my net is gone. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? So I like find the girls and I'm like, what do I do? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm supposed to perform in, like, 30 minutes. I'm the first one up. Like, what the fuck do I do? And they're like, okay, we're going to, like, look for her. We're going to talk to her. And then I find her. And I'm like, hey. Sorry, I have to burp. Excuse me. I'm like, hey, so, you know, please excuse my friend. Like, don't worry about him. Like, I'll sign the contract if you need me to. Like, whatever. She's like, sorry, but, like, your friend was being rude. And, like, I don't want you to perform anymore. I'm sorry, but you can go home. And Uh. I was like, yeah. I was like, you want me to go home after I just spent, like, $1,000 on this competition? She's like, yeah, I'm sorry, you're not performing tonight. I'm sorry, you can go home. And I was literally, like, I was like, but he's not the one performing. I'm the one performing. Yeah. If you have a problem with what he said, address that with him. But, like, he's not the one that's on that stage. He's not my legal representation. Exactly. He's not my legal rep. Like, that's me. Um, And she wasn't having it. Who is this Vincent person? Vincent Tiley. Oh, yeah. How did he how did he get on the hook for that? Um, he was helping me make my the look that I was wearing for when I was climbing the net. Okay. He made it. It was all So he just like happened to be there and then they were like, oh Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was already there because I needed him to like put it on like the look when, uh, when So they I were like, Oh, so you're associated with yeah. this person. And Vincent this. Yeah, and Vincent like works with contracts regularly. So. Yeah. So and it's like, okay, like I understand that, but like this doesn't necessarily make sense. Exactly. So. Exactly. So on his end, he was right. If if something doesn't sound right, if something doesn't make sense in a court of law, why would you But sign I don't it? understand that part of it. Like what what could be so controversial in a contract that I don't think it was necessarily controversial. I think it just wasn't worded right. It was. It wasn't like a legit contract. It was like some. But it would put you at risk of what? Not put me at risk of anything. Puts them at risk if they don't have a contract that makes sense on their end for them. Like, how do they? Like, what's the point of signing it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that happened, and and they tell me that I have to leave, and then I go to the back room, and I'm like. My friends are there, and I'm like, I'm not performing. And they're like, what do you mean you're not performing? And I literally just start crying, because I'm like, I technically just broke up with my dad. (laughs) And like, like, I just got here, and they they cut down my prop, and I'm being told to leave. And I've been preparing for this for a month, and, and I can't perform. There's nothing I can do. And... I just started breaking down and um, Acid Betty and a lot of McGriddles came and they were like, we're going to talk, we're going to talk to them about it. Like, we're going to get your neck back up. And they basically said, okay, we can put your neck back up if people are holding it. And I'm like, how is that more secure than like keeping it on like multiple hooks that are already like in the venue? 
Like, that doesn't make sense to me, but if that's what floats your boat, then cool. So, they tell me I can perform, and I have to, like, clean myself up and, like, wipe my tears before Q&A in five minutes, and I'm literally just, like, devastated. Yeah. And, like, broken at that point. Yeah. And then we get up for q and I'm the first one, because I was the first one to win the preliminary. Right. And they're like, oh, so, like, key, 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 this stupid question, this stupid question, this stupid question. And I'm, like, literally trying to be, like, funny and, like, presentable, mm-hmm. and I can't bring it to myself, because five minutes prior, you're telling me that I can't do my job and, like, give my best. Yeah. And trying to make me leave. So I think that had such a huge fucking like factor in why I didn't win yeah because they're just like oh like she seems a little off or like whatever the case may be yeah and it doesn't matter to the judges right who I am or what you know I did at the last preliminary or anything if they didn't see it what matters is what I'm giving to them right then and there yeah I understand that but it also had so little to do with what I was actually presenting and Mm. so much to do with what they gave me to work with you know what I mean right because at that point like all I could look at like looking around all I could fucking look at was like the cut ropes of like my number because Mm. they hadn't put it back up yet and I was literally just like I don't know what I'm doing like if this doesn't work I'm fucked um because at that point you're sitting there thinking okay two people are going to be standing on either side of the stage holding up this well, that that was actually, like, the magical part was that I think even Minnie Horowitz was there. Like, a lot of people after that went up there and were just holding the net. Like, four people on each side, like, left and right. Yeah. So it was honestly, like, such a communal, like, little piece of my heart that I have now where I'm, like... So you went up to perform. Yeah, I performed. And girls were holding the... Yeah. From the either end, as well as, I think on the stage also on each end of the stage um and it was it was fine I mean my prop didn't really work too well I had like these weird like things but like who cares um the net on itself like the entire room like freaked out Mm -hmm. like freaked the fuck out and I couldn't be any happier with the way that it was executed but it was insane and for anyone that was there, like, thank you for coming, and I hope that it was as cool as I think it was, because mm-hmm. I thought that shit was fucking cool. What was the performance about? It was, I did, um, Rihanna's, uh, oh my god, umbrella. <laughs> no, it's called Sledgehammer, it was in the Star Trek movie. Oh, cool. So stupid. It was, like, about, like, people, like, bringing you down, and then you're like, ah, but I'm, like, going up, <laughs> you know, like, climbing. It's, like, so stupid and cheesy. Yeah. But I was, like, 19, like, who cares? Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, 19 at Secret Project Robot. Bring those bitches down, huh? Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> arrest us, too. No. Um, yeah, so I did my number, and I made it to top three. And someone else won. And, and that was okay. And that's completely okay, because you don't have to win. You know what I mean? But, like, sure. Uh, after that, I think I kind of just was so defeated. Hmm. And the next day, the very next day, I got to perform with uh, an artist named Yeji, who... Oh, yeah. Who's, yeah, amazing, with Panthera, and we created this little group, well, she created this little group called the Panthera Surge. 
And we got to perform, but all I could think about was like the fact that I had lost the night before, but there was something so major right in front of me happening that I was too distracted to think about. You know what I mean? Um, so it's crazy how stuff like that works, but yeah, but I'm grateful for the way that it turned out and, and what it taught me. Um, what did it teach you? I think I, I honestly like not to do competitions anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You know what I mean? I mean, I do know what you mean. And, and why is that? Because it's not a realm of your own control. I, it also kind of taught me that being the robbed queen is the better position, mm. I think. You know what I mean? I mean, that was certainly a big storyline after that. It was. Like, Juku was robbed. It was huge. And yeah. the amount of people that came out to support me to all of my gigs after that, the amount of people that I, like, I gained on my side because of that, and it wasn't at all, like, in the hands of, like, the girl that won. Mm-hmm. Like, we love her. Emmy. Shout out to Emmy Gray. She's amazing. Um, but it's more of, like, to the fault of kind of, like, the judges were kind of just, like, maybe they didn't even know about what happened. You know what I mean? Which is also fine. If they didn't know about what happened with the net, like, I wasn't going to give them a sob story and be like, this is what happened. Think about this when you're judging me. Blah, blah, mm. blah. Like, that doesn't matter. No. But... I think maybe, you know, from the audience perspective, they're probably thinking the judges made a mistake if they were rooting for me that hard. And Sure, I think that's any, you know, anybody who's a fan of yours going to a competition. Yeah, they're, they're always going to They want you that. to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think people that had that idea going in just kind of rooted for me, like, that much harder when mm-hmm. it was over. And yeah. that made me feel very, again, like, at home and, like, there is a community and a sense of community that is mine. And and I was very grateful for that after that. Um, but it took me a while to realize that, I think. Um, yeah. Should I talk about my contest experience? Please, please, <laughs> please. Okay, so I can sometimes be an anxious person. I Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, <laughs> all the time. But I really struggled... Um, with my anxiety moving to New York, mainly because of my job, I just had, like, I felt I had a lot of responsibility, maybe too much responsibility, and I didn't think that I was equipped to handle it. Um, and then I got over that. And then I started doing drag, and all of that anxiety came back. And that's where, like, when I started, I was like, I will never do the same number twice. I'm not going to, like, I need to treat everybody... I need to, well, I need to put my best foot forward every time. I need to, you know, like, give people the true essence of who I am every time. I want to make the best impression, be nice to people, whatever. Um, So I think I was, when I was asked to do the Read My Lips competition, which was originally sponsored by, (laughs) which Mm. has since disappeared, or? I think they're, I think they realize that people... Won't stop smoking. Oh, is that what it is? I feel like, I mean, it must have been a financial thing, Well, listen, no underage smoking, no smoking, but please underage drinking at our parties. Yes, for sure. OT. Oh, girl. Well, okay. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I've ever... Different strokes. The only party I've been to was with you in Manhattan. Yeah, where this one kid got so fucking drunk... He could not have been older than 18. I was going to say, everybody looked very, very young at that party. Yeah. 
And I was like, what is going on? I almost have to be told to leave. Yo, I'm not supposed to be close to those kids that, that young. Uh, to be fair, I was going to say, I was someone asking you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You ha- you want my career. You want what I have. Yeah. Right? yeah. Don't. No, don't compare. <laughs> um, don't compare. No. Doesn't that sound like something Donald Trump would say? Don't you, compare. No. Don't compare yourself don't. to me. That sounds like something Donald Trump would say. Yeah, it, it does. What, Naomi, did you just liken Naomi Campbell to Naomi Donald Campbell. Trump? <laughs> Naomi, if you're listening. Naomi. Um, Naomi Shalom. Um, Wait, Meatball just said, tell us the name of the podcast. Should I tell her? Tell me about the fuck up. <laughs> it's, tell her it's called um, Sloppier Pod. <laughs> <laughs> tell her it's called Sloppiest. The Sloppiest Pod. Yeah. Sloppy thirds? No. Call it goose chasers. <laughs> okay, sloppiest pod. Send. Okay, great. <laughs> I love her. I hope she puts me on her podcast when I'm there in December. She not, will. I'm gonna fucking kill it. She will. Um, so, I was asked to do this Read My Lips competition. Again, another situation where I, like, immediately called you. Did you do it? Oh, you did do it. Bitch, I did do it. I remember. You weren't there, but I did it. I remember um, the video footage. <laughs> um, but they asked me to do it. Obviously, I called you. And I was like, I don't know. Like, it just makes me really anxious. I don't like queens being compared to each other. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. And you're like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then Candy was like, don't do a contest unless you're going to Candy win. with the K or Candy with the C? Candy with the C. Because Candy with the C... <laughs> Um, but, so, okay, I was asked to do the Read My Lips competition, and... Read My Pussy Lips. Read, that's what I kept saying. Read My Pussy Lips! One of my favorite RuPaul quotes is, Pucker your apocalypse! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, it's so good. Um, my favorite is, you got she-man. <laughs> so stupid. You put that on your tombstone. Ooh, girl. With different sizes O's and some zeros. O's and zeros. Ooh, girl. Ooh, girl. You got Gmail quote. RuPaul, comma. Ah! What is it like? My graduation quote. Yeah. <laughs> 2009 to 2000. Uh, fucking Nine. 16. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they asked me to do this. Read My Lips, Britney Spears competition. I forgot it was Britney. I know. The interesting thing is that, or it's not interesting actually, but the funny thing is that I'm a huge Britney fan, but I never perform her music. How is that funny? It's not funny. <laughs> it's not interesting or funny. It's okay. just a fact. I'm a big Britney fan. Never perform her music yeah, though. Yeah, you are a very big Britney fan. <sighs> Don't even try me, bitch. What? You're like, yeah, you're a huge... <laughs> I being shady. What's um, the one song? Yeah, well, you can do it. That's what you want. It's baby, baby, baby. Is that not it? I was like, is that a share song? Harold, you're baby. Yeah, that's Get Naked. You know, that because, you know that because Paul's obsessed with it and plays it. Yes. Get naked, yeah. get naked. Is that from the Blackout album? Take it off. Yeah. Take it off. Take it off. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. 
Oh my god. I'm never gonna tell this story. Um but basically I went in as a relatively unknown queen. This was earlier this year. Beginning of the year. Like, bitch, nobody fucking really knew me. And um I remember going backstage and one of the queens was like, uh, let me show you the costume I'm gonna wear for the second round. And maybe stand there and watch her, like, open her luggage, pull out a thing, oh pull God. out the things, and be like, yeah, isn't this so cute? And we were going up against each other in the first round. And I was like... So shady. And I was like... So... Yeah, it's so cute. Community. <laughs> community, girl. Um, and But my favorite was Miss Jade. I love Miss Jade. Was sitting in the, in the dressing room, not giving a fuck to talk about it, to about, anybody about these kids yeah and i was like and i went over to her and i was like bitch i'm li- <laughs> living for you and she was like thank you she's always so new <sighs> she's it was amazing but anyway mm-hmm. so we went out for the first round and it was hit me baby one more time hit me yeah um Nick Cannon comes out. Drumline. Um, Dick Cannon. Dick Cannon. Nick Cheney. <laughs> Nick Cheney. Um, wait, but what? Was it Hit Me Baby? Yeah, it was Hit Me Baby one more time. And I came out dressed as a, an altar girl with two little buns. I did a bun reveal into pigtails, which people are gagged. Getting which is... <laughs> shut up. Um, and then... I obviously took the, like, altar girl outfit off and was wearing this, like, scandalous little red silk, like, nighty moment with a big giant cross on, obviously. And at the bridge, I shaved my chest. <gasps> Did you? Yeah, Brooklyn oh. girl. I, I gave full Brooklyn. Shaved my chest. Full Brittany. People were losing their minds. And I was on the floor, like, praying. And then I pulled out the shaver. I shaved my chest. And people were like gagging but then you know at the top right at, right as you hit the last third of the song it's like I must come first um when I stood up I grabbed the bottom of my dress and pulled it all the way off and was just wearing a bra and panties how many panties one panty <laughs> a bra <laughs> a bra and panties <laughs> a bra and panty pantera lush um <laughs> No, I, I stood up and I was wearing a bra and panty. Mm. And, um, yeah, people lost their mind. And then I was like, and this girl was, and then when she lost, she was just like, that's amazing. Fuck. And then, so then the gag was, the second round, I but went the gag is. The gag is, the second round I went against Miss, against Miss Jade. Ooh. And everyone was like, the dancing diva of Brooklyn. Like, yes. blah, 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 iconic, blah, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, below me, I don't know. Cola came backstage, was helping me change into my, like, again, like, RuPaul's reveal race, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. outfit that I put together. And bitch, I came out, it was Stronger, which, what a song to perform. Yikes. At $3 bill. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but I came out in a black floor-length turtleneck long-sleeve dress with white gloves, a neck brace on, <laughs> this, like, big blonde crinkly hair that I have and like glasses Mm. and I walked out like I was like in a car crash or something right and then went into the song obviously how come I never saw that 
I don't know. That's weird. Took off the neck brace and was like, oh, oh my God, thank God. Whatever, dancing, blah, 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 get to the bridge. Uh, I was cinched with a belt, a white belt. So it's like white gloves, white belt, like whitish hair. My Mercedes. Well, in the sense. And I lit myself on fire. Um, but it was eco-friendly fire, so don't come for me, Astrid. Of course, um, of course. So then, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Basically, I reveal out of this black dress into this, like, rhinestone muscle bodysuit. Yes, we are familiar with her. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, so then I won that round. And then we got to the third round, and, bitch, it was me, Queen Robert. Mm. And Queen Robert and I, at the beginning, were like, girl... We're here. Let's have some fun. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And then we ended up in the top three with, like, <laughs> this bitch, Kimmy Moore, who... Right. Liter- like, her name is literally referencing Britney Spears, so I'm right. like, okay. And she's, like, a dancing diva, like, high-kicking, drop-splitting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Texas, diva. New Jersey. <laughs> yes. Um, But, yes, yeah, so then we went out to do a last song, and I didn't prepare anything for the last song, because I didn't like, think I was, was going to get to the last that's round. That's cute. That's uh-huh. cute. So, Kimmy is really cool. I like Kimmy. Yeah, she was super yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, But she basically, she, to work, bitch... Death dropped off the stage. It's a dip. It's not a death drop. It's a dip. No, it was a death drop because that is a concrete floor. And she <laughs> dropped like 10 feet off that stage Fuck. onto the floor. Right. And I was like, you deserve the prize. I I could never. You like take it. Yeah. It's, it's yours. yours. It wasn't ever mine, but it's now. But I did sure get yours. second place. So like. <gasps> you got second place. Yeah. I mean, no. T- yeah. But I mean, over. I mean, it wasn't enough for that anyway. But um, yeah. So. Ultimately, because I didn't win, had a similar experience where I went to the Rosemont after and people were like, bitch, you were fucking robbed. What the fuck? That was iconic. Right. And I was like, oh. Look at us second placers. High five. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, learn the same thing. Second is the best, girl. What? Second is the best. Third is the worst. Wait, how does it go? First is the worst. Second is the best. Third is the one with the hairy chest. Turns out I'm second and third. (laughs) But, yeah, so, like, it was, um, overall very anxiety-inducing, rewarding, but also probably wouldn't do again. Honestly, like, the whole do competitions for exposure thing is bullshit. Yeah, no. You can get exposure online. Yeah. You can literally perform a video and have it go viral for demand, and then that's your exposure. You know what I mean? I guess so. Yeah. And then that's it. What else could you fucking ask for? I don't really care about competitions anymore. I I encourage people that are starting drag to do them because I think it's important to get yourself in that headspace because Mm -hmm. that's so rooted in our drag, just the competitive, catty, Mm -hmm. maybe even just like... Men love competition. Men love to compete. Um, (laughs) No, but just, just that like... That's like very much rooted in our culture is we are competitive fucking queens. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. embrace that and, and try it out. And I also think it if helps, it's not you, if, quit. Just kidding. If you don't know or you feel a little bit stuck or you're a little bit nervous about what you're trying to say, what you're trying to do, I think doing a competition places pressure on you to really think and right. deep, dig deep down. Yeah. But it I think really you gets and you out I, of that headspace. Yeah. But I think you and I are also at a place where we like know what we're trying to say, know what we want to do. Or not, like, confused about that. So, if you want a yeah. new perspective, 
on your drag, mm. I think it's important to do that because yeah. it'll it'll really push you to do something not even just different, but like something that like you probably wouldn't have thought of before that like resonates really well with you or something, you know what I mean? And like maybe it'll help you figure something else about out about yourself that you didn't know that you had, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we're talking only from like the local competition lens. It's gonna be amazing. And now a message from our sponsors. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not supposed to be here right now because I'm dressed like a hooker and none of you like me. But I just wanted to say congratulations. Maddie, get out of here. What in God's name is your problem? You cunt. We just spent way too much talking about competitions that we lost. <laughs> yeah. And other people won. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to talk about the fight that we won. Who's fighting? The contest I, we won? I'm fighting with myself every day. This topic is about gender! Gender! <laughs> yeah. Gender calling. Choose one. Um, <laughs> for boy, press one. Press one for boy, press para, two for girl. Para niña, aprime <laughs> dos. <laughs> Girl, yes, so we're going to be talking about gender, gender identities, gender um, reveals, gender reveals, <laughs> gender fluidities, gender fluids. All of the gender teas. Well, not all of them, but some of them. Some, I some. I mean, this podcast can only be so fucking long, right? Yeah, it's already about four hours long. I'll cut it down, though. We're, we'll cut down yeah. quite a bit. Um, so, baby, tell us about... We're going to start with me. Let's talk about your pronouns. Let's start there. What? How do you identify? That's a good question. Um, ew. It's not a good question. Just... But can you answer it? <laughs> I, I don't think I can. Um, I, go, I go by he, him. In drag. <laughs> in drag. And I go by she, her. In drag. Um, so just basic cis faggotry. Yep, for you. That's me. I mean... And that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. I, I think... I don't know. My... I think... Uh, I Honestly, I didn't grow up with the wave of, like, pronouns and possibility and, like, mm. knowing that so much could be possible. And, um... I, I recognize that it's... Ooh... I recognize that your drink is too strong. Yeah. No, I, I recognize I recognize the um, importance of being able to identify and... <laughs> how are your ice cubes still intact? Um, look. Oh, you um, cunt. You cunt. Turn it for one. That's going to taste disgusting. He thinks so. Yeah, that's so much lime juice. It's not bad. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I recognize the importance of being able to have, um, the spectrum of identity and, and being able to have different names and pronouns and all of that. Um, I didn't grow up with that though. You know, it's like, even if you watch some of these documentaries and stuff where people would be like, yeah, like 
trans like people like you hear this all the time when people say trans wasn't a thing when I was growing up. Right. Like obviously it existed, right. but it, like the the term wasn't as um wasn't as popular out there talked mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And I feel the a similar way for me myself and my own gender identification where like to me I I guess I I, I don't know, I haven't like been defined by a specialist or whatever, <laughs> but I, I feel like I'm pretty fluid. I mean, obviously, I do drag, and I'm hyper-feminine, and, like, I'm I'm also that way as a boy, and, like, the way that I view myself does shift, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think, like, I go by, like, he, him, and all of that, but it really doesn't matter too much to me. Right. Well, excuse me. <laughs> I do just want to. I just. I do just want to point this out there because I know someone's going to think that this is how you meant it, but um, that you don't need to see a specialist to determine your gender identity. Just because you mentioned I, you haven't been to one, so oh, I, I don't know how you meant that, but people, oh yeah, you know, no, I meant it like I don't like. I feel like there's probably somebody who's more educated on this who right. could be like ask me questions and be like, oh, like you're probably this. Got it. I just don't know enough about the various layers to know where I would fall. Well, Charlene exists, so just ask her. But I feel like that's like sort of a burden <laughs> now, to be like, tell me what my gender identity is. No, I think she would you love know? to tell you. I think she would love to tell you. Hmm. Um, I mean, I think we can both say, I think, I think I can speak for both of us when I say okay. that growing up, being told, and I was having this conversation last night with, um, Zana X, this girl that performed in Brooklyn. And basically the conversation was growing up and then being told boys on this side, girls on this side, kind of being disassociated from your friends and then being like, I can't relate to the people that I'm standing next to right now. Right. What, what do I do? Mm -hmm. It's so fucked up. It is. And I, I kind of was like thinking about, I mean, this is something I think about all the time where it's like, I grew up specifically myself. I grew up with two older brothers and one older sister. My older sister was out of the house at a pretty young age just because she got pregnant at a young age. Um, So I was basically just stuck with my two older brothers. And since I was six, I was like being told like, you're a faggot and like you're gay and you're queer. Mm. And it almost makes me wonder how much of that shifted, like, who I am today? Oh. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I know only so little of it. They prayed the gay into existence. Right. But, I mean, those are also things that... I mean, I just generally have always been a very feminine person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so fucking funny how, like, the verse in me existed even then. Like, I remember when I was a child, I used to, like... Um, my sister's like life size to my size Little Mermaid doll plush, <laughs> and and I was an exhibitionist. I oh. used to like get under bring the covers, the bring it to the runway. Yeah, I used to get bring under, it out to the front yard and just just fuck <laughs> fuck a plush mermaid doll. Yeah, yeah, no, I loved her little redhead. She was so cute. But I would get under the covers, um, like in my sister's room, while people were just hanging out, and just start humping this. Little Mermaid doll. I love that. And that's 
such a big part of me, I think. But even like the aggressive assertion of male dominance <laughs> on display in front of a room of people. Dare I say male dominance? Um, but yeah, and it's just funny thinking about things like that that you don't think about when you're, you know, a kid, and then you think about it, you're like, what the fuck was wrong with me? But like, that's still totally me. Like, you know oh, I mean? I mean, if we want to talk about that, like, there are so many things from my I think I've like fancied myself a chameleon like I knew from a very young age that something was up or at least that I liked boys boys and then yes. men mm-hmm. at the oh, age appropriate to, timing <laughs> we need we need to talk about first sexual experiences since we're here oh, and uh, no. you know what I mean? we're here now yeah. we should talk about it because I have a good one I just want to talk about it. okay but I hope you also have a really good one Okay. Um, well, I was going to tell a story from my childhood. But, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, you even saying that just, like, reminds me of certain things. Like, I remember when I was, oh, my God, probably five, six, my sister was a ballerina. And... A ballerina? A ballerina. <laughs> ballerina tea. <laughs> um, and she uh, had these little, like, like, it wasn't, like, a big tutu skirt but it was like a flouncy sort of like Ooh. little like chiffon skirt yeah. and it was my favorite thing everybody knew it was my favorite thing and I would put it on and like run around the house and it like it was just like a thing like oh yeah like redacted loves this <laughs> redacted <laughs> redacted loves this um this ballerina skirt for some reason and she's like obsessed with it and there was also like we would go to do you ever have you ever heard of a fun time in America no. Okay, so there were these, like... No fun times in this America, honey. Honey. <laughs> I don't know if, actually, was it a fun time in America or something else? It was some local, like, kids would have their birthday parties there, and there was, like, a spaceship that you could go into, and, like, Ew. you could put on, like, an astronaut costume. And then there was, like, a supermarket where you could, like, put on a costume and, like, ring people up. And then there was, oh, like... Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and there was, like, a ballerina studio. And Ooh. There's a picture of me from the ballerina studio... Where I had like two tutus on my like waist, a tutu on my head, tutus on my arms, and I was giving full shows. You should recreate that. I, I should. think I think you would feel really beautiful doing that. I mean, I sort of like I did that like already at the last uh, or one of the Met Galas that I was like literally fully wore just like a hundred tutus. But um, that reminds me of just when I used to play with my cousins, and I always wanted to be the mom. Oh. You know what I mean? I don't think I ever played house, but... Yeah. Okay. Well, I was always... I always wanted to be the mom. Mm. And I made sure I was... <laughs> Mother of the house of tragedy. <laughs> I mean, was it tragic? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I also had, like... I mean, just growing... Okay, I think my experience is much different when it comes to, like, masculinity... Hmm. Growing up, since I was always such a flamboyant character, I was almost hmm. kind of always picked at because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, not only by, like, like kids in the school, but also, like, my siblings. Um, like, I remember my brother's, like... Like, well, one of my brothers. We were in, like, Virginia, and we were, like, supposed to be playing, like, hide-and-seek or something... And I, like, got behind one of the mattresses that was, like, against the wall. And then him and my cousin started, like, 
hitting on it and banging on it as I was, like, back there. It's, like, so aggro. But, like, things like that, like, I think super, like, triggered me to be, like, anti-men, anti-boys, mm-hmm. like, anti-anything masculine because I didn't want to be a part of that. And I don't think I, like, would have anyway if, I was okay with the way that I was treated. I don't think if it's something that I would have wanted to, like, conform to do, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think those experiences, like, I I remember, like, like something as, like, emasculating as, like, kicking me in the nuts. You know what I mean? As, like, a kindergartner and, like, in the school playground and having to go to the hospital for that. Like, something like that even, Jesus. I know, it's super accurate. My mom literally went to the school, confronted the kid, and was like, you're a fucking piece of shit. And, like, was yelling at him. And I was, like, I was like, you go, bitch. Like, yeah. you let him know. Um, so, something like that even, like, it, it kind of, like, all of those things just add up. And it's almost as if it's meant to add up. You know what I mean? It's almost as if that's meant to be a part of your narrative. And I'm glad that it is because I could never like I feel like I could never be the person that I should be if those things ever happened if that makes sense yeah you know what I mean I feel like queer kids go through so much and have to adapt so quick to their surroundings and have to learn so fast Mm -hmm. on how to defend themselves from not only kids but also adults that don't know how to handle kids like that Mm -hmm. that it, it, it shapes us so fast. And... I, I have another thing that popped up when you were talking about that. Because I think for me, the reason... Because it seems like your turmoil sort of started even from a young age of just like people pointing and prodding and punching and all of that. So young. I have always been large. <laughs> like, I was like a very tall kid. I'm tall, a very yeah. tall person. Like... Tall, wide, all of it. Um, So I think I sort of... My parents were like, oh, like, you're this, like, big boy. Macho or something. You know what I mean? They never pushed that on me. Because my dad's not, like, a super machismo type of person. Um, And my mom... Machismo. And, like, my mom is just, like, a full dramatic faggot. So, like, they would never push that on me. Um... And if anything, we're like, you need to educate yourself. Like, that is the most important thing. Like, learn from the people around you. Treat people with respect. And even when it came to, like, um, like sexuality and stuff, they were never like, oh, like, these faggots. They were always just like, yeah, you're going to meet, like, people who are gay and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, and Blow this, them. Is, this is what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they're older than you. Um, yeah. You know, so that narrative wasn't necessarily coming to them from them directly, but, like, so, but I always knew, like, oh, like, you're a big kid, don't let people boss you around, blah, 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 and I think people are always sort of, like, in, like kids my age were intimidated because I was always bigger than them, so no one ever really, like, picked on me, necessarily, but I was also, like, I knew from very young that I was different, and I was like, okay, how do I hide this? How do I make sure I can work around not having people attack me or whatever, Right. But then I think it kind of hit me a little bit later when I was in the fifth grade and I was friends with the boys and the girls, the popular boys and girls. The days and the thems. The days and the thems. And I ended up 
in my, I remember it was in my English class. All the girls sat together, and then all the boys sat together, and there was one seat left at each table. Mm. And these are like the seat assignments for the class. The drama. And I sat with the girls. Right. And that's when it sort of started divulging, and like the whispers started, the name calling started, and then I got like mono in the sixth grade, and then after that, and I used to have a lot of friends and like hanging out with people and whatever. Who gave you mono? I think I got it from a restaurant because I was not kissing anybody. Whoa. Uh, and um, and then I fully dropped off the map and went full emo for years. Right. As we do. As we do. If yes. you're If you're a good duty queer girl. Oh, God. Make some fucking noise for the queers. Make some noise for Evanescence Girl. The Screamo kids. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I went full that. Um, yeah. And that's where it really, like got dark and scary and sad but then i was like i deserve friends yeah i deserve to be happy how do i make that happen and that's what i did in high school but i definitely used intimidate intimidation was my game where i was like are you gonna are you gonna try to call me faggot are you where you go (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then i kiss him on the mouth (laughs) (laughs) say it Say it. How dare you? Um, but I remember yeah. in middle school, like the boys that would flirt with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the bus, the bus flirting. Okay, I don't know. I didn't take a yellow bus. Oh. But tell me about your. Did bus. you take the train? I walked home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't live you were that far. Close. Yeah, I That's in New nice. York. In New York, this is something that they should change now that all the MetroCard scenarios happening. In New York, if you live less than a mile or two miles, I think it is away from um, your two school, miles, they give you a half fare. So that means they pay for half of your fare for the tr- for the bus. So you can get to school, but you can't get home. No, you can get to the school, but like if you take a bus, you they they give you half of the money. On the card, on the metro card, and then you have to pay the rest of it. The so you have to pay like one twenty five. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucked up that they do that to kids. But um, anyway, I remember. We we should also talk about coming out. I think I think we can do that on this one. You think? Yeah, why not? I think we can do it. What uh, were we supposed to be talking? We're about We're supposed to be here? talking about gender. We have not oh. even we have not even gotten there yet. No. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it will come. It will yeah. come. Um, but I remember the first time I got caught masturbating. <gasps> I was masturbating. Picture this. Okay. An albino black boy. Mm-hmm. Chest. Eighth grade. Ripped. Ripped. Ripped enough. Ripped. Okay. Tall. He was. His name was Anthony. He was so hot. Wow. Um, and I was. Biblical. Biblical. I was in my mom's room. Okay. And she came in because it was dinner time. And you were in your mom's room. And I was in her room and I was on the laptop and I was staring at this albino body. Wait, this was somebody you knew? This was somebody I went to middle school with. And how old were you? I was in eighth grade. I was like 13. And he had a shirtless picture of himself? Yeah. On the internet? On, On Facebook. Yeah. And I was touching the willy. 
In your mom's room. In my mom's room. And she came in. Why not your room? Honestly, I think at the time, because I lived in like a railroad apartment. Yeah. I think I just thought it would take her longer to catch me. If I oh, okay, she had to walk room. through all the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she had to walk all the way to the end. You'd be like, I can hear I can hear the footsteps. Full T, yeah. Right. Full albino chest. Just, Only the chest? Just living. It was literally just a chest photo and like a little bit of pubes. And, and y'all were in the eighth grade and he's posting this show? Oh girl, you know, it's just that's just how it is. I wasn't that way for me. Yeah. Like, well anyway. I'm 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 picking the pecker, and then Peter she, picked a pepper. She comes in, <laughs> and I quickly just kind of get under cut the covers, get under the covers, cut off my yeah. <laughs> I get under the covers, and then she's like, "Hey, like food's ready. What are you doing?" And I was like, "Nothing." And she's like, "What You're are you like doing?" Napping in your bed. <laughs> napping, coming all over your fucking sheets. <laughs> um, and then she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Nothing." And then she comes to look at the laptop, and I literally shut it. <gasps> That's when you know. This actually was not my first time getting caught. Wait. This was the first time I got caught by my mother. But the first time I got caught by my brother. (laughs) It's another story. Should we talk about it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously you want to tell it. Great. So I was, I maybe discovered how to masturbate in the fifth grade. Mm. And my brother had just got the house. I was home all by myself. And we had a desktop Lap, a desktop computer, computer yeah. and I was getting on it and I was going on this website I don't remember what the website is but I was going online and then my brother came back and I heard the door and I was like <gasps> and I was literally freaking out, out the window. <laughs> and I was I was obviously watching gay porn like for sure right oh my god you're watching videos in the fifth grade girl the internet hardcore honey I know it's crazy and I hear him and I'm like putting my pants on and then I was like wait the screen is still on and I literally turned off the screen you stupid <laughs> she'll never know <laughs> and I'm just sitting there <laughs> sitting there in front of <laughs> sitting there in front of a dark computer on the chair <laughs> then he was like, I'm literally just sitting there so then he came up to you and was like, what are you doing? He literally was like, he like came in together and then he looked at me and he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're just sitting up right in the chair staring at him. like, computer. the straightest posture I've ever had. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. He's like, what's on the screen? And I was like, nothing. He's like, why are you just sitting there? I was like, I, I just, know. I was like, I don't know, I'm just sitting here. He's like, turn it on. And I was like, no. He's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, because the computer's off. Why would I turn it on? He's like, okay, weirdo. And then he just left. And Whoa, I was like... Thank God. I was like, woo! Like, <laughs> I dodged a bullet there. He was maybe, like, 13, 14 or something. Yeah. And I was literally, like, Old gag. enough to be using the computer for the same thing. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then I he left, and I, I turned the screen back on. And you were like, beep, beep, so let's, so let's ride. ride. Let's ride. <laughs> so that was that. Love that. What led me to this conversation. Um, what the fuck were we even... I said something... I don't even know. Oh, you were talking about... um. No. Some sort of sexual awakening, something or other. I don't know. The sexual awakenings. Oh, because you were talking about going through an emo phase. Oh, 
god, I miss that so much. We should bring that back. I do I do miss being emo. Um I was emo. Okay. What age were you emo? like what grade? What was your emo grade? My emo grade started cuz it's the always s- the queer kids. Always. It was a yeah. It started in the 6th grade and it ended before I went to high school. Like before I went to high school, I gave my well, my mom really helped me, but like gave myself a makeover. So like a solid 3 years. Yeah. 2 3. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, same. Big same. Yeah. Um, my emo phase started the first time I put on my mom's eyeliner, which was in fifth grade. Eyeliner. It was mm. the same year I got caught masturbating. Yeah. And it ended, right, it ended middle of seventh grade because mm-hmm. I started making friends. Oh. And I, I expressed to one of my friends in seventh grade that I was bisexual. Oh, bisexuality. And she got so happy because she thought that meant we had a chance. Oh, I was such a ladies' man. <laughs> back when you were a man. Way back when. No, the girls loved me. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Somebody they can talk to and trust. Yeah. Who gets them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Who's and then... handsome? Oh, <laughs> so handsome. Um, <laughs> and then I got to high school and the emo face was gone. But the faggotry stayed, and that's full me. And I, I was full. I remember the. I, I think it was in. Uh, it was in my first year of high school. I met one of my friends, and this was our first time meeting. And he was like, "Oh, so like, are you gay?" You're like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm bi." He was like, "Oh, honey, no, you're not." And then he walked away. <gasps> oh my god! And I literally was so mortified. The next time I had a similar awakening about my trans identity was. Mm. Honestly, it's... I've had multiple. Yeah. Like, so many fucking, like, questions, and it's just been crazy. It's, like, sort of like a moment where you leave your body, and you go up into outer space, and you look down on the world, and you're like, nothing matters. So in that, who am I really? What is my essence? What? What, Why am I here? Yes. Why am I here? What am I doing? Who am I meant to be? I, okay, so if you don't know... But most importantly, what are you wearing? But also... More importantly, who are who you are wearing? You wearing? <laughs> um, if you... Like, this is my grandmother's skin. I stretch it over my body and make a two-piece matching suit. Two-piece and a biscuit. <laughs> yes, honey. Don't look at my shoes like that. No, but if you guys don't know, I identify as trans. Um, It's like a pretty recent... ID, I think. Um, I mean, okay, so the spark of this conversation, the reason that I brought up all of those things about our past is because all of those things, like, lead us to who we are, right? And and whether it's, like, me topping a Little Mermaid doll (laughs) or me getting kicked in the nuts um, or me being called a faggot by my brothers and... Mm-hmm. kids at school or or this is just another sexual experience but we did not talk about these yet okay and we need to because if i don't say it now i will forget so the first sexual experience i've ever had oh no i was in kindergarten what 
I was in kindergarten. What does that mean? It okay. means exactly what it sounds like. Please I was don't in... tell me so. I, don't tell me something I can't handle. I don't know. No, it's not that often. Okay, I wasn't okay. a teacher. It was another student. Okay. Uh, okay. So you can handle that. You're like, he was in the ninth grade. <laughs> I was in the first grade. Sort of it was a, mutual. Sort of a summer-winter romance. Yeah, yeah. SS19. Um, spring, summer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, no, so I was in... I was in kindergarten, and it was this okay. kid named Jose that was in my class. Jose. And he was also Salvadorian. Jose, if you're listening, shout out to you. Hey, girl, send us a pic. She doesn't look the same. I wish she did. She <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look the same as her kindergarten self, which of course she doesn't. What are you talking about? Okay, so okay, you're, anyway. you're in kindergarten. You're so learning how to tie your shoes. I'm in kindergarten. And... I'm learning how to tie my shoes. Um, and we're in line. So in my school, I don't know if this is like a worldwide thing. This is a worldwide thing. Rich is getting Mr. richer worldwide. while the poor is getting poorer. Um, Mr. 305. Mr. 305. But the girls would get in line for the girls' bathroom. The boys would get in line for the boys' bathroom. And then three at a time would go. Um, okay. It was, I don't know, just to like keep track of like who the fuck is in the bathroom. I was taking, uh, I was taking a piss in the first stall, and I have never been. This goes back to my transness. I have never been the kind of girl to pee in a urinal. Oh, and I still am not because I that has never been me. I can never do that ever. Okay. Yeah, I I'm super. It's not even like I'm self conscious about what my dick looks like. It's just yeah. I, I mean. But the luxury of, like, looking over, right, and being like, what does your cock look like? That has never been something that I, I mean, I would love to do that. But, like, it's just. Sure. But, not... I mean, for me, it's just, like, sitting is a lot of work. I mean, yeah, but I think, like, me, like, IDing as a girl, that mm. has never been something I've been comfortable with, really. You sure. know what I mean? It's like, I shouldn't sitting be Sitting on that. the urinal is a little uncomfortable, yeah. Okay, well, I also don't sit on a urinal. I stand oh. when I go in the urinal because... No, not the urinal. No. Oh, my God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, I'm the like, private porter. Yeah, you stand in the stall. I stand in the you stall. you piss on the seat. Yes. Yeah, mm. I pee all over it. Um, <laughs> no, so I was peeing, and I guess I don't... I don't remember if I locked it or if I opened it for him. But... I opened, or either it was unlocked, the the, the thing, mm-hmm. and he came in, and Wait. he closed it behind him, <gasps> as I had just finished peeing, <gasps> and then he starts making out with me. What? Yeah. What? I, like, I don't remember if there was sexual tension between us before Wait, this. Y'all are in kindergarten making out in a fucking bathroom <laughs> stall. What are you talking- this is not the What Rose episode Mon. of Gossip Girl is this? XOXO. Yeah, like, he offered me a bump, and then we made out, and then I gave him- the, the, What are they called? Blumpkins? Girl. Girl. <laughs> I gave him a Blumpkin, and then I like- Girl, I, I, I wiped his dingleberries out of his butthole, and I With ate them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I- We literally started making out, and then he started grabbing my ass, and I remember he- was the person to grab my ass because I was like, Ooh, and then I started grabbing Wait, his ass. How older people in kindergarten? Six. This makes no sense. Six. This makes five, no six. sense. Five six. So y'all, so y'all been watching movies, seeing people replicate sexual behavior, under see sexual behavior, and you replicate it. So you're saying that in how do you have a sex drive at six? That makes girl, no sense. I had such a sex Bitch, drive. At that makes old. no sense. What are you talking about, girl? What do you mean it doesn't make sense? I literally just told you that I would hunt my little sister, my big I, sister's little mermaid doll. I never had like a sexual feeling until I was much older. That's you. Six. Six. Bitch. I need swear a, to God. We need a child psychiatrist I, in here. Okay, and we can get one. 
Um, if to, you can to afford medicate it. your ass. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> get me on some Xanax. Yeah, listen, um, shout out to, get me on some antidepressants, girl, because this anxiety. Anyway. This pod, this I can't. This pod is giving me Ajita. <laughs> House of Ajita. So, so we're grabbing asses. House of Ajita? Okay. okay, anyway, okay. We're grabbing asses, we're making out. This is so weird to me. Okay. And then, I don't I remember getting hard. I remember I got hard. Bitch, you did not get hard. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a line here. You're a <laughs> six-year-old, you're not getting hard. Girl, I got it hard. It makes no sense. Yes, it makes it no does. sense. No, it's it what doesn't. what happened. I'm telling you, this is my narrative. It is not yours. So this is what happened. We okay. leave the stall. Nobody I think clocks. you're sensationalizing this. I'm literally not, because okay. I remember all of this. We okay, leave the I, stall. I choose to believe you. Thank you. We leave the stall, and we act like nothing happened. I don't think anybody noticed that we left together. And then... Well, I mean, if it's only three at a time, it's one other person in the bathroom. T. So, like, they must have left by that point, if y'all were, like, T. making out. No, you're right. T. T. Sean Cody in the, in Sean the stall. Sean fucking Cody rent boy, girl. Um, Shanita Codita, girl. <laughs> fast forward (laughs) to next week the next week in kindergarten also I need to tell you something else but fast forward to the next week in kindergarten I'm dying we have an assembly Mm. and we go to the auditorium and we're sitting next to each other I know right we're Uh, sitting next to each other and I remember I was so infatuated by this interaction and I thought it was so sexy and just like it, amazing is, okay and that i wanted it again i knew i wanted it again and i okay. knew i wanted more this time sure so <laughs> Ew, this is so weird listen Ew, like you pitching you're like you're like you're like you're like sexy kindergarten show to hbo you're like kindergarten after dark go i mean yeah i've never watched it but um you're like <laughs> Picture this HBO, like you in a room being like, <laughs> in a way. oh, like, yeah, you being like, I went to the assembly, I knew I wanted more. Like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking They're about? They're like, give okay. us more. So, we're in the assembly, we're sitting next to each other. Six year old. It's like the middle of winter because we had coats, and I think uh-huh. we had just come in from like outside or something. Don't tell me, don't tell me what you're about to tell me. I can't handle this. Okay, go. So you're six year old. We're six years old. We're cold. Shit. It's the middle of winter. We're About sitting to... down. No, no, okay. no, 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 Thank no. Thank God. No, no, no. That doesn't happen. Thank God. But he it's gets not physiologically possible. But okay. No, he doesn't get this. I get the smart idea because I was so worked up. I was like, "Do you want to get under the coat for like warm?" And he was like, "Yeah." Ooh. Girl. You have been this bitch since six years old. I have! You have been this bitch since six years old. It's like when I get in the fucking Uber and I'm like, can I sit in the phone? I need to charge my phone. <laughs> You're literally, okay, y'all don't know, but Juku is like, I'm not going to say that it's smooth because it's not, but like, she will do any, she will say anything to anybody to be like, like there's no shame involved. Nor should there be. There shouldn't be. But she'll be like, Hey, do you want to go? Like, it's like so obviously what it is, like what it's meant to be doing. Or you'd be like, yeah. Hey, do you want to come with me to the back to blah blah blah? Yeah. To help me with this. And yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. obviously you're going back there to suck, suck a cock. Your stick, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and, like and that's okay. And he knows that, but it's like, but it's like he wasn't expecting that, but because but we he... were so bold to be like, hey, person, we haven't. Haven't I haven't talked to you before? Hey, person, I don't know the first name of. Yeah, why <laughs> come to this 
private place with me to do something that no one else can see. Um, right. Oh, the boldness. Okay, so you're like, hey, want to get under this... Um, hey. Hey, want to get under this coat with me? So we get under each other's coats. It's like one over the other. Okay. We're sitting next to each other. Wait, so are you like pulled up like you're in a bed? Like it's no, like no, 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 no. It's, it's kind of over like... Over your heads? It's over our heads. And so we're like this. Next to each other. In the auditorium. In the middle of the fucking auditorium, girl. These faggots. And it was, and I remember where the seat was. It was kind of like front left, but like not right at the front. It was like a couple behind. You know what I mean? So it was like pretty in the front. Like very So narrow. everyone behind you could be like, what, what are these, the fuck what are they are these doing? kids doing with yeah, these yeah, yeah, over yeah. their heads? Yeah, like it's not that cold. Relaxing. But I mean, no one would think that you're like fucking in an auditorium. Except for the teachers. They would expect that? <laughs> I don't Out know. of a six-year-old, I would never. I wouldn't either. But any, maybe they were like, oh, they're sharing secrets. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they're whispering. They're gossiping. They're whispering to each other. So we were They're whisp- gossiping. They're yeah. spilling tea, darling. <laughs> spilling tea in the front left row. Oh, my God. And yeah. and so we get under the covers, and we just start making out again. And it's it was, it was amazing. But his cousin. Wait, but exhibitionist tendency again. Yes. Damn, love that. Yes, okay. I was that girl. And yeah. but his cousin is the one that kicked me in the balls when I was in kindergarten. It was full his cousin. Circle. Full circle. Full circle. And you're like, who's kicking who now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his cousin's name was Carlos, his name was Jose. It was magical. I but love so much. one of the kids that I was in in school with one of the kids that was in my kindergarten class, uh-huh. I hooked up with his brother last year at my apartment, and my what? and my super was his uncle. <laughs> the guy you hooked up with was cousins. No, no, no. Just one of the one of the yeah, yeah. So one of the kids, cousins with Carlos. No, one of the kids that I went to school with in kindergarten class who I thought was cute. Mm. I thought I thought a lot of boys were cute. He I was, mean, yeah, of course. Right. I was I was into boys. And yeah. I still am. Not good. There you go. <laughs> um, so <laughs> six years old is yeah. the ripest age. Um, um, oh That's no, kidding. Please kidding. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> one of the kids that I was in in class with, his mm. name was Miguel. Mm-hmm. Miguel. I hooked up with his brother last year at my apartment and my apartment super is his uncle he loves his bussy girl oh my god he loves his bussy <laughs> but i was so over his shit um <laughs> that's wow that that's incredible yeah okay so what yeah. about you what do you want to know what is your first I've... sexual experience and how has it made it the trans woman you are today um that's a good question um well, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, because, like, look, I have, I want to share it with you, but I don't want to share it with That's the world. completely acceptable. That's what the Patreon's for. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Oh, my God, true. I mean, I obviously, uh, high school crushes? I had a couple. There were a hand few, there was this one man, his name is Adam, he was a couple years older than me, and he was a football player, was like, 
six two maybe six three taller than me which is a feat like just like this square jawed classically italian looking guy mm. who is just so beautiful i'll show you a picture <laughs> and i remember that was one of the first times i became infatuated with somebody and i would mm. i changed the way your gender i changed my gender <laughs> for him <laughs> I no, I would change the the route that I would walk to classes. Oh yeah. So that I could walk behind him, run into him, blah blah blah. Ah uh, Yes, honey. That makes me so happy. Yeah. And one day, the best day. So there was this girl in my grade, her name is Francesca. Shout out to you, Francesca. She was Are we recording this? Yeah. She was one of the most beautiful girls in the school period, boots. And she was also very like bubbly and upbeat and like she was a cheerleader she was nice she's popular blah blah so i was sort of friends with her she was part of that fifth grade group actually i think i kissed her once on like a truth or dare moment i think we like took off our shirts and kissed anyway yeah that's so sweet it was sweet at the time Mm -hmm. um but we we were like sort of friends and we were getting lunch and adam was in the lunchroom and we all got in line, and I was in line behind him, and he was like, oh, like, blah, 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 we're all talking. It was, like, me, Francesca, and him. And then he was like, oh, like, let me get buy you guys lunch. And I was like... The equivalent of let me buy you a drink. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And, um, yeah, him buying me lunch was, like, just such a moment of just, like... Wow, male attention. Of, like, you, you, you recognized me. Yeah, we, even you, though it wasn't in that way. Yeah, but like you you made me feel noticed. You noticed me. Yeah. And it was like, uh, aphrodisiac oh, boots. Girl. Oh girl. There was also uh, there's one kid that I sat behind in math class named Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. And he was just like so handsome and also like so so like silent. Like he was very taciturn. Like, never really spoke that much. Was very clean cut. To a point of, like, something. Whoa, like, you're, you're like, a full dude. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. And we were in Miss Busima's math class. Miss Busima. And it's, I loved Miss Busima because she had the fattest ass. And when she would walk down the rows to check her homework, that she would hit the yes, she would. desks with her hips and they would move. Yes, she would. Iconic. So... I sat behind this kid, Kevin, and I would, during this math class, because I've always been good at math, so I was just like, I wouldn't pay attention during class, and I'd just sort of, like, sit there stare with my face on my hand and stare at Kevin, and just, at, like, watch at, him At learn. his back, or? He sat, like, diagonal in front of me, so oh. it was like, I could see his, like, full face, everything. And one day, one beautiful day, he was, like, tired, bored, whatever. Also, he was a year older than me, which, obviously... If you've ever been in high school... That's a big deal. Yeah. It's, like, definitely hot. Yeah. He took a big stretch, and I looked up at his arms, and then I looked down to his crotch, and he had a full boner that pulsed on the yawn. And I was like, I just saw that shit... For, like, a little faggot in high school who has never had anything, to see your crush's dick in full, like, full light... In their pants. This is amazing. Full boner was 
I like I was literally beaming the rest of the day and I was like, I can't believe this just happened. What an incredible day. What an incredible day. Bitch. I get excited when I see boners now. Me too. Let alone high school. Not like out of the pants, but in the pants. I love an in the pants. And in the pants on the train. (gasps) Oh, on the train, honey? I do. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely like Yeah, scoping. Inspector Gadget. Fuck yeah, girl. Sexual awakenings. But the other thing I also didn't want to say <laughs> is that... Are we including that? I mean, we, I, I'll figure that out. The high school one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, let's keep talking about high school people because there's definitely another one. There was this kid in our school. His name... Okay, so he, <laughs> he, he transferred to our school maybe sophomore, junior year. I can't remember. And was like this dark, mysterious, blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, I'm an actor type of person, right? What the fuck does that mean? And he called himself Volney. Volney? Volney. Volney. Yeah, Volney. What's his Volney. name? He called himself Joe Volney. That was not his name. Joe Volney. Volney. V O L N E Y. I don't like it anyway. Yeah, Volney Spears. Volney. <laughs> hey, hey, girls. Y'all remember Volney. <laughs> But he is so hot and would do, like, all the school plays and shit and, like, the musicals, too. Because he was an actor. Right. And we did, my friends and I all did the musical senior year. I was on the swim team and, okay, we'll talk about the swim team in a second. But (laughs) I was on the swim team and I chose to quit, even though I kept it on my, like, resume for college and stuff, I chose to quit my senior year so I could do the musical Mm. and the play. The fall mm-hmm. play and the spring musical. And he was in the musical, and I remember we were all just, like, fawning over him. Oh, and during the play, I had a moment with him where I was, like, wearing this costume. And the backstage, it was, like, this, like, m- show about a murder, and it was, like, all in, like, a house. So the backstage was really tight because it was, like, different doors and things that you had to go through. And I remember I was standing there, and he came over to talk to me and was, like, inches away from my face having a conversation with me. And I was like, this is... So hot. Yeah. And I was like, I've never You're experienced this. You're like, this, this is the smelliest breath. <laughs> and I'm like, those anchovies smell great. <laughs> um, and I had some conversation with him, but I don't even know what. It doesn't even matter at that point. Bitch. I was so infatuated with him. I can't even... And it's so weird to have those moments with... This happened more in... For me in college, but having moments with people who like deem like proudly and exclaim that they are straight cis men, and then having weird side moments because like every like in high school everybody knew that I was gay, but I was like, if you fucking say anything to me, I'm you're I'll done. Fucking rip your face off, bitch. Never, never physical, but it was always like mental, emotional. Like you will have no more friends left right. if you do that to me. And everybody just sort of knew that. But I like, never had a... So he knew, had. is what I was saying. Right. And it was like always those types of men who like have want to have a little side moment with you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, we need to talk yeah. about this. If we're talking about high schoolers... <laughs> You're like, I've been seeing a high schooler <laughs> and... No, when I was in middle school, I started smoking weed. Mm-hmm. I was in... I can't believe Seventh... 
grade. Okay. I mean, you know. I think it was I think it was the summer before eighth grade. I think that's what it was. Ah. It's and, always that summer before. Oh my god, always. The summers are so messy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the girls got messy on summer break. So messy. There's nothing to do. My my brother had a friend. We'll call him um Oh, we're protecting identities. We'll call now? him we'll call him Matthew. Okay, Matthew. Mateo. We'll call him Matthew. Matthew yeah. used to come over all the time. And Matthew, I I mean, thought... he's going to know who you're talking about if he listens to this. Yeah, but... Okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. His name was Michael. Okay. Okay, that wasn't even that far away. <laughs> Yo, let me choke on my drink. I know. You're going to choose another M name? Was... <laughs> you're like, his name isn't Matthew. His name is Matt. Okay, whatever. Um... So his name is Michael. Because he follows me on Instagram, he's probably going to watch Who knows, right? Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know who you are, Michael. Yeah, it's fuck you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Matt. <laughs> he used to come over all the time. I remember one day he showed me this video of him fucking this girl. <gasps> and I... And was in high school videotaping this? Yeah. Oh my god. No, we're from Queens. We don't give a fuck. Okay. No HR. But I didn't know that... Yeah. Okay, I guess it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, and I... Why am I thinking, like, everything is the 90s? I'm like, we didn't have phones! <laughs> Not that I was even alive during the 90s. This was literally 2013, probably. Or oh, okay. So no, 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 no. 20, like, 11 or 10 or something. Still. Um, and so he's showing me this video of him with his <gasps> uncut dick, like, fucking... Oh, it was a close-up. Yeah. Girl. Fucking, fucking this girl from the back on his phone. From the back, though. Yeah, and his dick was a solid, like, eight and a half, nine. Yeah. And I was ab. You're like, can you send that to me? <laughs> yes. I was like, I will give you my email if you send me this. So I was obsessed with him. And I, like, anytime he came over, like, he would just be, like, in his boxers. And I would just, like, die. He was, Wait. like, five years older than me. You wouldn't go over his house? No, whenever he would come over to our house. He'd take off his clothes to his boxers? Yeah. What? To play video games. I don't know. Straight dudes are weird. But the good... I have a story about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this happens, and I'm like, whatever, like, that's just who Michael is. And Michael likes swinging his balls all over my fucking room, and I'm okay with that. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and... <laughs> but I know what you mean. I mean, it's, right. like, definitely, like... It's such a it's sight. Like, it's such a you sight. feel like you are a private investigator undercover, but you're like... I know I shouldn't be seeing this, but like I'm seeing it. But then you have to question as you get older. Did he know? Oh, of course. And but was this just is like this I'm is where it gets. Let you, oh, this is where it gets fun. Yeah, we're in the middle of the because story. I'm obviously such a flamboyant person. I've yeah. always been a very flamboyant person. Yeah. So he, obviously, when I was a faggot. Um, first time I wanted weed, I was like, "Hey, look, I know that you smoke weed, like." Is it okay yeah, if I, like, yeah. stop by and, like, smoke some weed with you? And he was like, oh, First yeah, date. like, he was like, I was like, can I buy some weed off of you? I was like, is, is it cool if I stop by and buy some? He was like, yeah, but you have to suck my dick. <gasps> and I was Shut like, I'm so serious. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Wait, then, remind me, he was, you were? I was, okay, so. Seventh grade summer. So I was, like, 13. Eight, he was, like, 17. Okay. 18. Okay. Um. We'll say 17. Right, we'll say 17 for the sake of alleged <laughs> scenarios. Um, so I, I, I was like, oh my god, what? Like, no, like, I can't do that. Yeah. And he was like, okay, like, I'm just kidding. Like, just stop by and smoke. So we stop by, we smoke, and then we go home, whatever. But then, my 
my brother told me that he used to hook up with his neighbor, who was a gay guy, who they all went to middle school with. They're all friends. And he used to fuck him all summer. All summer. He would go over to his house and fuck him all summer. What? And I... Why did your brother tell you that? Because his friend told him that. I don't oh, know. he was just like, oh, don't you think this is crazy? Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, Michael used to fuck this dude all the time. And I was like, that lucky faggot. <laughs> Angry. Angry. No, I know who she is. She's the reason that I, like, got so confident. Like, his name, I don't know if I should disclose. We'll call her... Michael. <laughs> Matthew. We'll call her Matthew. Matthew. Name. Matthew is the reason that I got so confident. You know because what I mean? you heard Matthew's story. This is okay. This was the reason that I Matthew. wanted to cover Matthew because I didn't want the name getting out and then him like messaging my brother and be like, "Yo, why the fuck did you tell your brother that I fucked this?" Up? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. So let's we'll just it. bleep it. Yeah. His name is Matthew. So it's Matthew was fucking the Matthew next door. All Matthew summer. was fucking Matthew too all yeah. summer. And Matthew too electric boogaloo. <laughs> and I, I gagged. I gagged. And but Matthew too is the reason that And little I, did your brother know he was giving you the intel. To what? be like Oh, to be like, oh, you were Oh, I'm about to roll up and pop my pussy all over his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Matthew too is the reason that I became so confident in myself because I remember that he used to, like, have thongs. And I, like, remember he, like, bent down one day or something and I was like, you're wearing a thong. Wait, and when did you become friends with Matthew too? Well, my brother was in middle school, so, like, oh, I was, so like... like, their group of friends. Yeah, it was when Bad Romance was out. Oh. <laughs> of course. Poker face. Everybody had a thong, man. Right. I mean, come on. So she was wearing a thong and I was like, I'm a... I'm obsessed, but, like, what was happening? Like, are you gay? And he was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah. He's so, like, all gay guys were a thong. Right. What do you mean? So I was like, that's my first gay friend. And it was amazing, and he was so nice. Wait. And he came to my story, gig a couple Finish the story ago. with Matthew. That was the story. Matthew, me and Matthew never... So met. nothing ever happened with Matthew. Nothing ever happened with us. But then you became friends with Matthew, too. But Matthew now has a, two babies. And is married to a really ugly bitch. Well, with all that fucking he's doing. Right. He's probably bisexual. He follows me on Instagram. Do you want me to show you? You shut the fuck up. What? I love that. <laughs> I literally just mentioned that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, I'm going to show oh you. Oh my god. Oh my god, please show me. He's so hot. Oh, he used to be so hot. I'm going to scroll down to his older pictures. Because. Oh, that's so sad. I know. You still wouldn't do it? But I guess when I would, I would, I would. <laughs> I, I would. Say, I guess when somebody becomes a father, maybe, and then you're like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. that's more of a reason to... Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm looking for his... Because I muted him, but I'm looking for my brother's That's following. fully me. Right. Mute everybody, trust no one. So that was that experience. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, that was another, like, the, the feeling of, like, being, like, 
behind enemy lines <laughs> as like as a young faggot is a very weird experience like even on the swim team in high school we would drive 45 minutes to a place with a pool gag all of the all the students mm-hmm. pile into a big yellow bus go there then change into our bathing suits why couldn't you guys change into them as a school well, it's just like the locker rooms were used for other sports, like the sports that they had facilities for at the school, mainly football and like maybe soccer. But so we didn't have that. So we would like go, change, swim, and then change again. But it's always that weird experience of like, obviously, you know, as a high schooler, you're not like super in control of your body. <laughs> um, so... It's it's a little bit of a weird experience, but you could always tell there was, like, there were certain guys on the team that were, like, older that were, like... I think you know who that is. Who? That were, like, body, 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 body down, you know? Right, and you can't help but stare. Yeah, and they knew it. And they'd be, like, around the locker room... Just, like, fully in a towel, like, hanging out, blah, blah, blah. Or just, like, hanging out in underwear. It's like, girl, you can't be and I can't be and you can't be. Right. Talking to me and flirting with me in your underwear in a locker room. Uh, I know. I need to get dick after this, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Too many stories. It's, like, too much. It's too much. Um, okay, so... We have spoken a lot. Yeah. About our sexual experiences. I feel like I haven't talked that much on this one. <laughs> because I'm like afraid to tell people anything. It's okay, we'll cut down me so that it looks like oh my god, we've been talking for two hours. Yeah, but like I mean a lot of it, you know. A lot of it will leave. Yeah. Um, so how does this correlate to our gender? <laughs> to our transness? Yes. Um Well, it's interesting because we're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hello, ladies. I'm a loyal customer here out with my girlfriends, and we're having just the darndest time trying to relax into this peaceful summer evening. And what is it that we can do for you? There's nothing peaceful about your grating voices. Cackling so loudly, we can't even hear our own conversation. Electra, do not do it. This one right here is not worth it. I don't think that my girlfriends and I are any louder than these other tables. Why don't you be frank with us? What exactly is it that you're trying to say? I'm no dummy. I work in the city. And I know a man pretending to be a woman when I see one. And I see three right in front of me. This is not that kind of establishment. Wait a minute. Girl. God may have blessed you with Barbies, a backyard with a pony in it, a boyfriend named Jake, and an unwanted pregnancy that your father paid to terminate so you could go to college and major in being a basic bitch. None of these things make you a woman. Mm-hmm. Clear your throat. Lubricate. Mm-hmm. Read that bitch. Your uniform of ill-fitting J. Crew culottes, fake pearls, and 50 cent crunchies cannot conceal the fact that you do not know who you are. Mm. 
I know our presence threatens you. We fought for our place at this table, and that has made us stronger than you will ever be. Now pick your job off the floor and go back to your clam chowder and shallow conversations. My girlfriends and I aren't going anywhere. It was pick lovely up. talking to you. Y'all heard that? Go and get your clam chowder before the clam chowder gets you. And we're back. <laughs> Uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for sticking with us through that commercial break. Cheers, cheers, everyone. Cheers, honey. Um, this is what I think. I think these experiences have really well. It's interesting to hear that we've had some similar experiences in terms of being like sexy, <laughs> sexy six year olds. <laughs> The sexy um, sixes. Yeah. New class. I remember my sexy sixes. My six. <laughs> my flirty forties. Yeah. <laughs> the terrible twos. No, like, no, the the whatever twos, the terrible threes, the flirty fours, the The Flirty Fours. Is that <laughs> flirty real? Fours. And the uh fisty fives and, and the, the sexy, sexy sixes. sixes. <laughs> and the stunt T seven. <laughs> yeah. That's when you really start getting caught. Right, um, right. No, but I think these different experiences that you have, it's just weird to be a, it's not weird. It's just like when you're a queer person growing up and growing up in a world where like the majority of people around you are like the only way to be is like cis and hetero. Everyone. A, you don't know it at the time, but like nobody really is truly cis and hetero. Fully. Right. They may think that they are, but they're not. They just don't know who they are yet, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, they're definitely people who are, but, like, (laughs) I think that you don't know as a queer child child, that, like, how many people around you are on some sort of fluid spectrum of anything. So, when these situations happen, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I've been made to feel like oh, like, this thing that we did or, like, this thing that happened is, like, a bad thing and, like, a dirty thing and you're the person who did this. You know what I mean? Ooh, is that too dark? But, like... No. I think that there's this sort of, like, things happen and it feels so, like, secretive and weird. Right. Where it's like, oh, my God, nobody can know about this because it's so bad. Yeah. But, I mean, I think... I mean, a part of why I thought it was so bad was was because I was... um being shamed for being a faggot, but also yeah. because I knew I was six. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you're like, I shouldn't be doing these things anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. But it just felt so right. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate you. But, um, if it's so wrong, why does it feel so right? <laughs> says, says, Juku signed in your yearbook <laughs> at the end of the sixth grade. Um, or the first kindergarten. kindergarten. <laughs> the end of kindergarten. Yeah. But, um, no, I think it's weird to that we recount all of these almost like stolen moments. Ooh, whereas, that's a good way to put it. Stolen. Whereas a lot of I think like if I had the same conversation with a friend of mine who was like cis and hetero, they would probably have similar stories of being like, Oh my god, I like made out with someone in kindergarten, like, ooh, he he he, like this like if it was a girl, like, oh I made out with this boy, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. But they're the shame would be, like, sexual shame, maybe, and, like, oh, you shouldn't be this or that. But it's not, it's, like, that coupled with, like, 
you shouldn't be doing this with this person. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think the shame really only stems for queer people because if there was a cis person that was making out with another, if there was a cis girl that was making out with another cis girl in kindergarten and she ended up just being hetero anyway, mm-hmm. where's the shame? Why would there be shame? I think that doesn't result, like, you know what I mean? And like it's anything, sexual so. shame tied to like religion and shit. Right, right, right. That's right, more right. Like what I'm thinking. Okay. Because I'm like, I don't think that they would, it would affect them at all. But for us, since we already have so much to Oh, and the scope about, of their life, I'm sure they wouldn't yeah, even remember they don't that. Yeah, give a shit. You know what I mean? Right. But things like this def- like define us. Like the fact that we can fucking remember shit that happens when you're like six years old, this, like, that's crazy. This was fucking 14 years ago for me. Yeah. And it's one of those things that will never leave my fucking brain. Yeah. That's why when you tell me that my boner isn't real, I have to stop you in your track and tell you, it is. <laughs> oh my god. Her six-year-old boner. Okay, not her She's young boner. and hung and full of cum. <laughs> and I march <laughs> to the band of my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but how does this relate to our trans <laughs> How does this relate to our transness? Well, I think... Um, oh, God. I think you answered it pretty well. If you did. Yeah. The, the stolen moments piece, I think that's more of like yeah. like a sexuality rather than like a gender identity Right, thing. right, 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 right. Because yeah. I think like the earlier stories of being like, oh, like I wanted to be the mom when playing house. I wanted to be the like Bond girl instead of James Bond. Like... Those are things that are more like gender identity. Top and bottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> we we know Weverse, please. You know Weverse. We, you know Weverse. We know Weverse out here. Girls like us, they, bitch. Girls, they's like thems, mm, bitch. Honey. Thems like us. Oh, honey. Um, oh, honey. I'll literally do anything for you. Yeah. Um, well, you know what I can hope for? More this, shows? This podcast <laughs> to be over. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking. We've been recording for literally fifteen hours. Two hours and forty-seven minutes. We've been exact. Yeah, we've been wearing um, wearing and tearing, (laughs) and just like fully going for it. So I I think I think we I think we spoke about a lot of interesting things that a lot of people will forget. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we. I basically forgot every traumatic sexual experience. Oh yeah, I'm done until just now, and then I talked about them. Well, and now I forgot them again. Listen, so, that is why we're here. We're here to bring trauma back to your reality. And... I'm bringing trauma back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's stop talking about trauma. Okay. But listen, yeah. kids, you can find us on Instagram at ShowsBK. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow, ring the bell, and tell your friends about us if they want to hear our stories. Um, also, feel free to let us know whose stories you want to hear. I mean, we definitely have... A long short list of people that we want to talk to. A long to. short list. A long short list of people we want to talk to and hear their stories. But mm-hmm. if you have anybody you really want to hear from, let us know and we'll do a little pod date with them. Any so, kings, queens, royals, just, you know. They, thems, ideally. But like. Yeah. But we don't judge here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am Juku. You can find me at H-A-R-A-J-U-K-U-B-K. And this is Baby Love. House of BK. Yes, you can find me at Baby Love BK on Instagram and the Baby Love BK on Twitter. Just kidding. I don't care about Twitter. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, this is the pod. Episode number two. Thank you for coming to show. 
Oh, thank, I'm sorry. Thank I think you for coming, coming to, to shows. shows. Tip your queens. Wait, we need a we need an an outro. What's our outro? Be? Oh my god, yeah. Do um, you have one? Do I? Let me see. I know one. I know one. Okay. Um. Wait. wait pause it. Uh. There were nights when the wind is so cool. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Play what it. is it called? Um, it's all coming back to me now. Yes, honey. Okay, so the thing about this song is Charlene performed this at, I know, it was beautiful. at Baby Tea Brunch in Dumbo at Superfine last I'm weekend. Sorry. Yeah, we were both there. I said I was just saying she performed it. Yeah, I know. I'm saying? telling them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize you were still recording. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a cut. You're like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> I'm like, bitch. When the cameras are off. Yeah. yeah. Um, Charlene performed this, and we were. I mean, I was sobbing uncontrollably. Right. Yeah, beautiful, so beautiful. shout out to our angel Nico. Shout out to Nico. So much love. All the love. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Chad, aka Seven, hmm. for all the ball in Brooklyn girls. We love you. We do. You wanna cry? I do. Cry. That was a lot to talk about. We spoke about a lot of things. And I didn't even say half of it. Maybe. <laughs> We have episodes on episodes. Are we going Girl. out or should we just do another episode? <laughs> oh my god, what would we talk about? Girl, we literally barely got through one topic. What was the topic? We we did contests and then we did gender, gender. aka first sexual Childhood sexual trauma. AKA trauma. <laughs> oh my god, we did. I knew that we were going to talk about this. Yeah. Because I said I specifically didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> back to back this to me now. <laughs> this is literally my life with this fucking <laughs> with this episode. Yeah, yeah. There were things I'd never do again. They always seem right. They always seem right. <laughs> In the auditorium, in your car. What's oh. my name, bitch? Baby, baby. <laughs> When you come through the south and you lock it like that, and then you grab on my ass, <laughs> it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. I can barely recall. Oh, in my ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're all coming in my ass. <laughs> Thank you, Charlinda. Charlinda, Charlinda. 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 Our next yes, possibly. Yeah, I think she's okay. Yeah. Okay. And then directly after we need to get. Okay. Directly after. There were those empty threats and hollow lies. Hopefully, we have microphones. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. She's gonna be like, oh, you don't even have microphones. Oh, <laughs> oh <cool. laughs> yes, honey. There were hours that just went on for days. days.
Okay. Alright, bye everybody. We love bye you. Bye everybody. Gonna class with kind of all the chances that will last to us forever. But you were history with the slamming of the door. And I made myself so strong again somehow. And I never wasted any of my time on you since then. But if I touch you like this, and if you kiss me like that, it was so long ago. It's all coming back to me If you touch me like this And if I kiss you like that It was gone with the wind But it's all coming back to me me